Welcome podcast listeners to episode 8 of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson and what a show we've got in store today. Mega announcements and updates today from iRacing so let's get into it straight away folks. If you wasn't aware, that was heavy rain hitting uh, the windscreen of a car. So today, iRacing's Greg Hill, executive producer of iRacing, has put out a major update on everything that the development guys are working on in iRacing. So we're going to start off with the news that we've all been waiting for, really, which is an update about weather and rain. So I'm just going to read it out. I can't change this guy's words. I think it's all to the point. Uh, Weather rain, it reads. And now for another big picture update that I know many of you have been following closely. The status of of our advanced new weather system called Tempest internally. While we aren't quite ready to guarantee it for December... We are now confident enough to say that the release of this incredibly compact system is imminent. That means it's going to rain soon, folks. Well, if it's not December, I can't see why they will be announcing it now. Uh, If it's not going to come out till what, December, end of February, beginning of March? Why would they? So continue to read through it. Tempest was built from the ground up. It consists of several interconnected systems that simulate not only rain and the effect that water has on the racetrack, race cars and surrounding area, but also the physical components that combine to create various types of weather. This system is fueled by extensive real-world data from the very locations where you will be racing. Together with our dynamic track systems, the combined experience is unparalleled in simulation stroke gaming. It is hard to describe until you you can experience it for yourself. But for those of you who race at these tracks in the real world and have had the fortune or misfortune to do so in the wet, reliving that in iRacing with with physically accurate and true-to-life puddling is like nothing else out there. You will feel that tug of resistance when you drive through those wet areas. When things get really dicey, you'll experience aquaplaning. Wait until you see our heavy, our aero-heavy race cars vacuum up water from the track and redistribute it into the air and elsewhere on the track. Well, that kind of alludes to that the spray is going to be immense and that that is going to be really, really brilliant. Blinding cause lots of issues, but rain's rain, right, folks? Um, so that's going to vacuum up the water, drying the racing line rapidly in the process. Recalibrate your expectation on what a race has in store for you as you search for the line based on the multitude of dynamics at play and the always-changing nature of the track and weather systems. Or if you see a dark cloud looming on the horizon, is it on its way to you? Have your teammate check the weather radar or query your crew chief for an update. 
The Tempest project has been a long journey for us, spanning multiple years. The idea took form in discussions and brainstorming back in January of 2020, followed by the initial technical design a year later. For much of that time, the project has helmed by a small R&D team focused on the weather systems and the data model. Today, we have the combined effort of dozens of developers across web engineering, graphics engineering, physics, entire engineering, sound engineering, back-end engineering, database administration, track art, car art, VFX, production, vehicle development, QA and design. Talk about a team effort. Well, that just shows you how this particular project has grown as they've had to all uh, collaborate with all those different departments, folks. To make sure expectations are set properly, we do not want everyone we do want everyone to understand that this system requires per car development. Well, that is quite clear because larger cars uh, are going to uh, have bigger tires maybe and better treads against smaller cars with thinner wheels which might not be able to displace the water as quickly as uh, with a bigger tire. So, yeah, I get that. It's not as simple as adding a generic rain tire onto our vehicles, it continues to read. Rather, we are doing so car by car R&D to ensure proper rain tire construction, stroke modelling and driving characteristics. Well, that's really detailed and really good to hear. As a result, rain support will be added to the sim in batches, starting with a compelling initial offering that is likely, and it says likely in italics, to include the Formula 1600, the Toyota GR86 and the Ferrari 296 GT3. Um, we are quite proud of what we have built and we are even more excited to release it to iRacers. We all look forward to making it rain. Hashtag soon. Well, what does that mean then, folks, before we look at other updates that Greg has put out? Um, I think most of us have probably seen the video that they teased probably two or three months back now of, uh, I think it might be in the FF1600s then, open wheel, racing round. The rain came in, it started to rain, it started to pour. And some cars were aquaplaning, some cars were missing that uh, heavy line water, and some cars slowed down and got through it. So there was lots of different techniques and lots of different reactions through the car and probably the drivers. Uh, as the cars spun, got through, slowed down and got through, whatever their individual strategies were. But very quickly the rain stopped and the track in that specific area dried up. I'm sure there was other areas on the track which has been teased before that are still slower to uh, for the water to dissipate. So that is our first subject tonight. I'm very excited by this. I think it's going to bring a brand new dynamic to iRacing. Whether or not they will have certain races where you know you're going to get dynamic weather, and that will include the rain now. I'm sure they'll update that. And then maybe other races will be 
it is not going to rain and the weather won't be dynamic anymore. Just to give people who maybe have got VR systems that may not be able to cope with the rain or older PCs maybe that can't cope with the new graphics stresses. Uh, who knows, but um, I'm keen to understand how they're going to balance this for all all different levels of computers and what graphics card and RAMs and everything else they're running. But that is our first subject, folks. That's a massive, massive update today from iRacing on the rain. And it looks like it's going to be coming. I can't see this not coming in December now. They've teased it in this detail. Formula 1600, Toyota GR86 and the new Ferrari 296 GT3, folks. I can't wait. Our second subject tonight is again from an update that Greg's put out today. Um, it is titled Improved Protest System. So um, I harped on last week about a specific event that uh, I participated in where uh, three drivers were clearly, um, shall we say, working together to, to form a team to influence race results. And uh, iRacing has, has said that they've been dealt with. Brilliant. But there's now an update uh, on improved protest system. So let's look at this. Um, so basically, it means create a safe and clean environment for racing has been a priority at iRacing from day one. And an area of the product experience we have invested considerably resources into. Not only have we developed many rules and systems to help incentivize good racecraft, respectful races, and an environment focused on fair play, but we have built a department whose job is to coach, correct, and take reg regulatory action where things have gone wrong. This team does a phenomenal job working through thousands and thousands of manually intensive reports, of which requires research and careful thought to ensure that uh, if a response is needed, it is an appropriate response. With the December build, we will equip this team with a more expansive toolset to do their jobs. This is great news already. A comprehensive list will be provided to our next sporting code update, but for now, a preview of what is to come. And it says in brackets, in no particular order, folks. So, number one, coaching doesn't say anything else apart from the word coaching. Now, what could that mean? That could be uh, maybe for some rookies or some de-licensed people, um, maybe a one-on-one -on -one session, some help and advice. Um, could be anything like that, but that's really good to see. End of the day, we're all human. We make mistakes, but where you really need to learn is coming out, coming into the rookies on the iRacing service. No matter if you're in oval, dirt, oval, road, doesn't really matter. Um, you watch lots of YouTube videos. We've all done it. We've all been there. Those early weeks and months are where I'm sure we'd all appreciated a bit of free coaching, shall we say. In our early days on iRacing, that's really positive to see. Next bullet point, post-results race disqualification. A member or team may be disqualified from a race or event after results have been posted. Their championship points for the race or event will become zero 
and they will drop at least uh they will drop to a last place finish folks well i'm quite happy about that as well um i haven't read the rest of the bullet points yet but i'd also be happy if the points that i've lost if that person was judged of being disqualified came back to me as the innocent driver but it doesn't mention that at the moment next bullet point restrictions to various parts of iracing.com and or the racing simulation um don't really get what that is restrictions to it um yeah not sure what that means at all why would the restrictions? if you've had a ban if if the results show you've been a naughty driver for whatever reason um why would they only restrict you to some i don't know but anyway maybe more will come in the sporting code okay the next bullet point the ability to participate in race and qualifying sessions for a specific original i racing service okay um that may be that let's say you have um cause an issue on road uh you're not allowed to race road for i don't know a month maybe is that's your ban but you are allowed to race ovals and other things okay that that could be a fair what else does it say the ability to participate in race and qualifying sessions for all official i racing series so it may be that they're splitting these punishments if you like into different splits the ability to participate in hosted sessions. Okay. If you have been uh, a naughty boy or a naughty girl in a hosted session, I'm sure the host is going to ban you anyway, but maybe iRacing um, can ban you as well. Next bullet point, the ability to participate in any and all multiplayer sessions of any kind. Well, isn't that a total ban? <laughs> Uh, the ability to spectate sessions. Yeah, I, I get that in case you want to come back and disrupt races. Uh, the ability to use in-simulation voice chat and or text. Okay. So they're going to restrict you to all sorts of issues depending on, you know, what iRacing, um, the iRacing team have considered should be your uh, specific punishment what else is it and more so there's even more to come than that it finishes this little section saying our hope of course is that none of you have to experience these systems in action but it's important to know that we are committed to maintaining an, an environment that is focused on the spirit of fair play and respect brilliant so for me it's starting to um take a kind of more holistic view of um poor driving on the on the service there's still nothing in there for me about you getting your points back and i think that should be part of it especially for some of the things where it's so obvious that somebody has totally rammed you from behind use you as a break to get around a corner you're in the pits the other driver is carrying on and finishes well ahead of you that is not a fair system uh, and I will carry on harping on about it until iRacing do something about it um, to give you the points back where you're the total innocent party. 
Um, so that is the improved protest system, folks. And there's still more to come. So carry on listening. Dre is the Audible iRacers companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the digital race engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. Okay, folks, more updates. Cars. After a build stuffed to the brim with new cars last season, our team has been focusing on some of our long I'm sorry, some of our longer term R and D initiatives this season, such as rain, our aero modeling program, oval refresh and tire model updates. That said, we are excited to be debuting one new car in December, the Audi R eight LMS Evo two GT three. They get longer, don't they, these car descriptions? The Evo 2 is part of our initiative to keep our GT3 fleet modern and looking great. Similar effort will continue in the new year with multiple additions, replacements to our GT3 offerings. And how will the release of the Audi R8 LMS Evo 2 GT3 affect owners of the older Audi R8 LMS GT3? We will issue credits based on the following criteria. 100% 100% of purchase price for those who purchase within the last 30 days. 50% of purchase price of those who purchase within the last 31 to 180 days, folks. So that's just showing that, yeah, they do understand people who just bought it. There's going to be a new one coming out. Thank you, iRacing. Then it goes on to tracks, folks. We have a device set of track content slated, slated, yeah, for releasing this build. No surprises here as they've already been announced. Okay, what do we have then? So this is going to be everything. On the oval side, we are excited to release Slinger Speedway. Slinger is so much fun to drive and you will have a blast turning laps at the world's fastest quarter mile oval. And yes, folks, it will include the figure eight configuration. Wow. Miguelo circuit is looking amazing and it will debut in December. Not only does the track look amazing, but it's a blast to drive and is a circuit we have wanted to experience in iRacing for years now. We're really excited to be able to make the possible to make that possible finally. Okiyama circuit is already in the service, we all know that. It's one of our most popular circuits on the service. It's a compelling drive across various cars, especially those in our rookie series. However, it has some of the oldest artwork on the service. Akiyama will be re-released for free with modern artwork that meets our current standards for quality, and it looks great. Outside of these highlights, there are a lot more fixes, improvements and additions coming in Season 1 2024. We will provide a comprehensive list with the release notes as we approach the build. There's a lot more going on at iRacing. I could really go on here for a long time, but let's save some of those updates for a later date. That said, a handful of items before we conclude. Our scanning department has been busy. Process data was delivered to the team recently for both Portimao and Navara, and our production art team's already underway. The scan teams have also just returned from a big trip to the Art of Oval Racing Country, North Carolina, where they scan the SRX cars, pavement and dirt, and a handful of different street stock car bodies. We are working on a micro sprint, which will provide a great entry point to dirt oval racing. Um, This car will lend itself well to Millbridge Speedway. 
They already, uh, sorry, they already released Kern and a handful of additional current and future short tracks on iRacing. Our career mode team is making significant headway on this project, and we are really picking up steam across all supporting departments, including design, sim engineering, web engineering, and backend systems. Our user experience and design teams are working on a new structure for the UI, which will move us away from the model-based experience available now to a more approachable and accessible design for the future. Um, the article finishes with an oval refresh, but I kind of skipped the total beginning of the article because I was that excited about getting the rain news out to you folks. Um, but the beginning says that there's been a hell of a lot of work um, already with modernizing the, the graphics, the rendering technology um, to give us the most lifelike experience ever created by a simulator. So this news is really, really satisfying for myself and I hope you're excited listeners by it as well. Um, just shows iRacing are starting to give us the teasers for the first build of 2024, and it's only a few weeks away, really. I reckon the uh, the three cars you mentioned will be here on the season one build with the rain, and I totally can't wait, folks. So today's podcast was all about this update. Um iRacing is brilliant, folks. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, hope you are too. Hope you're excited what's been teased and, and kind of firmed up today. If you want to, if you want to see some uh, pictures as well, there's some on there. You can see the the Mazda MX-5 in the rain. Looks absolutely brilliant. Be interesting if we get sleet and snow as well, and those kind of things. Okay, that's enough jibber jabber from me. Happy iRacing. I'll catch you on the track soon. Take care now. Bye-bye.